science fans, it's Mrs. Corbett here, and I'm going to teach my husband some GCSE science. I am the husband. Hi, husband. Hello. Do you remember that TV show, QI? Yeah. Okay. So, you know in QI where they have, like, if you say something that's a wrong, common answer, they go... Klaxon, yeah. Klaxon, yeah. Um, tell me what evolution is. <laughs> uh, evolution is, all right, survival of the fittest. That's to do with it, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, evolution is um, the uh, the sort of most well adapted variation of a species, um, outnumbering and outliving the least well adapted of a species. So, going back to my snow leopard, if you put a hundred white snow leopards and a hundred black snow leopards in the snow. The white ones are going to survive. The black ones are going to die. And then the white ones will be able to have babies. And then the white snow leopard lives on. Do you know what? I've never seen fear in your eyes as like saying there'll be a klaxon if you give me wrong answers. I'm frightened of snow leopards. But also, I was about to say, I've never loved you more. That's a lie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, you didn't say the thing. What's the, the thing? Ki- the kids say what when you talk kid- about evolution. What do the kids say? Oh, isn't it like, like we're all like, evolved from monkeys and that? Well, no, that's that's we we have common ancestors. Oh, yes, we do, we're husband. Di- we di- do have common ancestors. We're different parts of the tree, though. We are different parts of the tree. You know about the tree. Well, yeah. Tell me about the tree. Um, well, so if you imagine a tree has a trunk, then lots of different branches. Mm-hmm. Humans are going to be on one branch. Monkeys are on another branch, but we all come from the trunk. Yeah, good. So, um. Darwin famous Mrs. Slade actually at school has a um she has like a a water bottle or a mug or something with Darwin's tree of life that he drew on it so you know about Charles Darwin right yeah he's the dude that came up with the theory of evolution when he was swanning off in the Galapagos Islands yeah do you know killing he all wasn't... the killing all the what did he kill dodos yeah yeah and turtles tortoises tortoises all right the really giant ones turtles they turtles. I can't yeah. remember. The really big ones. Anyway, they basically ate all of them. Um, so, Charles Darwin famously came up with this theory of evolution. If you study triple science, you will also learn about Wallace, who came up with the theory of evolution at the same time mm. and caused I Darwin. I mean, in everyone's, in, to be fair to everyone, it's pretty obvious, isn't it? No. So, <laughs> so, like, if you work on people like Lamarck, for example, there was a guy called Lamarck who said, Right, if you've got a giraffe and um, there's these run out of food on the bottom branches, he stretches his neck up to the bigger branches and then his babies will have longer necks and then their babies will have mm. longer necks, which is kind of like saying if I became a bodybuilder and had a baby, that mm. baby would also be like a bodybuilder. So it doesn't work. But also, that- Lamarck's an idiot because giraffes have long necks so they can spot predators, not so they can eat high up leaves. They eat grass, bruh. Do they? Yeah. I don't know much about giraffes. I just like them. Well, I would have klaxoned you had I... Blue black tongues. Had you not been quoting Lamarck? Darn you, Lamarck. Damn your eyes. <laughs> um, so, what do you need to know about evolution? This is the important thing. Students should be able to describe evolution as a change in inherited characteristics of a population over time through a process of natural selection, which may result in the formation of a new species. 
So the whole theory is evolution by natural selection. Basically, if you get a question on evolution, write by natural selection, you'll probably get a mark. All species living have evolved from simple life forms, first developed three billions of billion years ago. And then genetic mutations will cause different phenotypes. So we're moving on from what we did in variations. So most variations are caused by genetic mutations, which mm. is a change in the DNA sequence. Um, that different phenotype, um, if it is beneficial or well suited to its environment, it will give rise to a larger population of people or organisms that have that sure. beneficial phenotype if two populations of one species become so different in phenotype they no longer can interbreed which means they're no longer the same species yeah okay um which means they can no longer form fertile offspring so i'm trying to think of an example let's go whales and dolphins for example they yeah. will probably have a common ancestor yeah um they one got larger, one got smaller and quicker. One had fin on top. One, do you know what I mean? There's, yeah. there's differences to the point where actually you can slightly you can hybridize a, a well and dolphin, but they don't produce fertile offspring. Um, so where humans had common ancestors from apes, we can see the similarities like the opposable thumbs and the like fingerprints and the bone structure and things like that. But there would have been a mutation that occurred millions and millions of years ago that meant we branched off from that common ancestor so we still share dna but we are evolved because our phenotype was considered beneficial for the environment that we were living in yeah does that make sense perfect yeah um so please don't put we all came from monkeys because um because we didn't a science teacher's soul will die if you say that <laughs> <laughs> as will charles darwin now charles darwin yeah he was pressured I, I, I hate to tell you this mrs corbett but charles darwin already died he did die um he didn't have like the bestest existence apart from when he was swanning around so he he came up with a theory uh, because of the finches so he went to the different galapagos islands and he found finches that all look similar but they all had different beak shapes depending on the food that was available on the island so uh -huh. ones that had to like forage for worms had long beaks and ones that had to crack nuts had really solid like flat beaks yeah like kind of like the ones that parrots have you know they're like mm -hmm. nutcrackery um, but he sat on his theory of evolution for a really long time. His book, The Origin of Species. Can you can you th think why? Um, is it something to do with religion, Mrs. Yeah, Corbett? Yeah, it is to do with religion. <laughs> Heresy. Yeah, he was basically ousted from the church. He was quite from quite a religious family as well, I think. But because um, Wallace, I can't remember his first name. Peter, James. I, I think it begins with an Albert. A. Albert Wallace, I think it is. Uh, because he was going to release his. He was like, okay, I'll do it. Um, and he became famous. No one remembers Wallace. I, I don't even know if that's his name um, because now I'm panicking. Anyway, that's it for evolution. So speaking of evolution, Mrs. Corbett, you started this podcast talking about QI. Mm -hmm. The QI podcast was one of the first ever podcasts. It was. No such thing as a fish. And Because there's no such thing as a fish. Yeah. Why? Um, Yeah. <sighs> Because it can't be defined via vertebrate standards, I don't think. Yeah, because I, I guess well, a, fish, a fish isn't an invertebrate, is it? No, it's definitely a vertebrate. Because fishes have spines, but no two fish are similar enough for them to be called one classification or something. Yeah, like a shark and a goldfish, quite different. Yeah. But both technically fish. Yeah. Um, cool, should we go now? Yeah, see you later. Okay, bye. bye.